Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. I love Foodie Friday, and I am very excited to have back on the program Michael Matthews. Actually, this is Michael Matthews' first time on uh, Talk Healthy Today. He was on Talk Fitness Today twice last week, which is awesome. So be sure to check out Talk Fitness Today as well. If you go to itsyourhealthwithlisadavis.com, you'll find all my shows. But he is back because we're talking food, and we are going to have fun. The Shredded Chef is his fantastic cookbook, 125 Recipes for Building Muscle, Getting Lean, and Staying Healthy. Hey, Michael. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Well, I, I would say back, but thanks for having me on, on your other show. Yeah, this is exciting. I love it. Okay, let's talk about this. The great one true diet hoax. And you've got that one true diet in quotes. And you write, if you give too much credence to mainstream diet trends, you're pretty much doomed. And, you know, there's so much like, oh, am I paleo? Am I vegan? Am I this? Am I flex? I'm a flexitarian. I'm a pescatarian. I'm, I mean, you know, they can make a whole like rap song about it. But in the meantime, let's talk about this. Why <laughs> you are do we that. Doomed? that would go viral, actually, if you did a good job. Oh my, okay, we should talk after the show with your body and my humor and your humor. We'll just like kick butt. All right. So in the meantime, no one steal that idea. We got to do it right away. Uh, let's talk about this. What's going on out there with all these trends and, and why are they not getting us where we want to get? Well, see, the thing is, these, I, mean, I guess we could call them fad diets. I know that sounds a little bit derogatory, but I guess by definition, they kind of are fads, right? Because they, they tend to come and go. And they also tend yeah. to repeat themselves uh, with different marketing pitches, basically, because um, because at the end of the day, you have certain diets are more about manipulating a macronutrient. So it's like, oh, it's, you know, eat, uh, it's very low carb, eat a lot of fat. Or there was a time, obviously, in the 90s when it was the other way around. Everyone was told dietary fat makes you fat. So eat as little fat as possible and whatever else you eat doesn't really matter. And the problem with just these types of diets that try to, um, that are very schematic in nature. They try to reduce dieting down to it's usually one thing. Cause from a marketing perspective, that's, that's ideal. Obviously you're telling people, here's the boogeyman. Here's the one thing. It's the sugar. It's the insulin. It's the, in, in, you know, in the nineties, it was the dietary sure. fat. Or if we, if we want to go to the qualitative side of eating, it's the gluten. It's, the uh you know it's the, the 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 gmo or it's the insert random you know qualitative aspect of food here that is causing all of your problems and and the thing with that is 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 like like with most things it's just not that simple um when when you look at okay why do most people turn to these diets most people turn to these diets because they want to lose weight and and feel better right they want to look better and they want to feel better and in some cases um, a, a diet like, you know, going vegan, for example, can work for some people to help them achieve those goals for a couple of reasons. Because one, it reduces their caloric intake drastically. So when all of a sudden you're not really allowed to eat the foods that you tend to overeat uh, anymore, then magically your caloric intake goes down. Also, a lot of people, if they're on a, on a look and feel better kick, they also start exercising. So their energy expenditure goes up. And they uh, end up losing weight and end up feeling better without really understanding what it was, like what, what caused that. They think it was the fact that they cut out animal foods or they cut out gluten or they cut out sugar or they cut out carbs when in fact it was that they were 
um, manipulating their energy balance, the relationship between the amount of energy that they're burning and the energy that they're eating to their favor. So all of a sudden now they were burning more energy than they were eating over time, which of course is what results in uh, significant weight loss. This has been proven in hundreds and hundreds of clinical trials over the last century or so now. There's no question as to how the metabolism works, despite what many of these mainstream quote-unquote gurus want to want to tell you. Um, that is the scientific fact of the matter. So in the end, the diet that works, that that's going to be best for you or anybody listening is the diet that I would say follows a few simple, flexible guidelines and is the diet that you can stick to. Long-term compliance is the key. If you do not like low-carb dieting, if it makes you hungry, if it makes you hangry, right, <laughs> the hungry, angry type of feeling, <laughs> um, if, yeah. if it's not satisfying, if you miss your carbs, it doesn't have to be quote-unquote bad carbs. It can just be stuff, um, you know, grains or, or nutritious carbs. Uh, then low-carb dieting is not for you. And, and a number of, of, re- of, of research studies has shown that when you control for calories and protein intake, so when the calories and the protein intake is the same, reducing your carbs does not help you lose fat faster. So that's one of my big, um, I would say I'm just a big advocate of what, again, is called in the fitness circle or in the fitness world, it's called flexible dieting. Um, and that's also, you'll see that term in, 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 in the literature to some degree, a more flexible as opposed to a restrictive dieting approach. Cause what happens is if many people restrictive diets just don't work for the long term because yeah, it can be a quick fix and you can crash your calories and you can lose a bunch of weight, but it's not a lifestyle. So where do you go from there? Oh yeah. No, I think it's great. And I was looking at that. I know I said flexitarian. My, what I thought before I read your book was flexitarian is like, uh, I'm not a vegan and because sometimes I eat chicken, but sometimes I don't. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But what you're talking about is, uh, flexible dieting, which I guess would also encompass, you know, you can kind of choose what you want to eat, but you write, uh, get the majority, 80% of your daily calories from relatively unprocessed, nutritious foods. That's really important. I mean, that's what I say to people. If it's a whole food, I'm going to eat it. If it's a processed food, I might eat it once in a while. I mean, that to me, that's exactly you know, right? I mean, I think and, make and, it much you know, more complicated. It, it depends on where you're at, right? Because like, sure. if you're getting the majority of your calories again from relatively unprocessed foods that you're preparing yourself, so a lot of that is going to be plant foods. Yeah. It's going to be fruits and vegetables and grains and meat and nuts and seeds and lean protein. If you really feel the need to, to take 20% of your daily calories, and so for somebody listening, let's just say you're eating a standard 2,000-calorie-day diet, which would be more probably for men, for most women to just maintain your weight, let's, let's, let's adjust that down a little bit to probably 1,600, 1,700 calories a day. And if you really feel the need to eat two or 300 calories a day of, of more processed, you know, non-nutritious food, I guess we could say, then you can do that so long as you are giving your body what it needs nutritionally, um, both in the macronutritional sense, so protein, carbohydrate, and fat, and also the micronutritional sense, so like vitamins and minerals. Um, and so if you feel the need, you, you can. But what a lot of people find, and, I, and I've seen this just working with thousands and thousands of people, is once they realize that they don't have to restrict themselves, and if they want to have some chocolate or whatever your little indulgence is, not that again, chocolate. There's nothing wrong with chocolate. But let's say it's let's say it's you know um, Hershey's milk chocolate, right? And so I don't think anybody would would really argue that that is particularly good for you per se. It's probably not bad for you, but it's not probably not doing you. You can't even you can't even claim the dark chocolate benefits of the 
uh, antioxidants, no. <laughs> right? Because there's quite not much there. Um, no. But if that's your if that's your thing, if that's your sure. thing, when you realize, like, sure, you can do that so long as you are doing these other things right. What I've seen is that a lot of people they just don't feel as compelled to eat that stuff as as mm. they did before, or they didn't or they don't crave it as much. So then, if if they they actually are able to eat uh, a bit every day and not have that kind of spiral out of control because they just you know went and they they just completely deprived themselves of it for for a month straight and starved themselves to lose thirty pounds and now they you know just can't wait to eat everything that they haven't been eating for the last month or so. Hang on, more with Lisa Davis coming up. Now, you know mindful eating is an essential part of self-care. We all know that every part of our life is enhanced when we eat nourishing, healthy meals. But eating right can be hard to maintain. You know it, and I know it. But that's where Sunbasket comes in to help. With 18 weekly recipes, there is something for everyone. Now, recently, I enjoyed making chicken parmesan and black bean cauliflower tostadas diablo. Mm-hmm. Enough said. So here's the deal. Sunbasket makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. And there's paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, and pescatarian options. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood all delivered to your door. Just go to sunbasket.com slash talk healthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talk healthy for $35 off. Sunbasket.com slash talk healthy. And now back to Lisa Davis. I want to jump into the recipes because on Foodie Friday, I mean, there, there's so much to the book, which is what I love about it. And, and it's a definite must get because it's not just wonderful recipes, but you also give all this great information that we've been talking about. One of the things I noticed, and I'll talk about the ones I made, is on the chicken pesto pasta, it's a really small portion. And I think that's the problem is a lot of people, the portions like could feed a family of five. And I think that's something mm-hmm. that's important. Talk to us about that. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this was planned. I'm looking at this and I'm like, can't, you know, it's... You know, I, the problem with me is I'd want to eat that, and then I want to eat ten more servings. So that's my problem. <laughs> I have to work on my self control. Yeah, but talk to us know, about this. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's with certain foods, it's tough. And the reason why we went with smaller portions is because you can always make more. So if you want to make a double portion, make a double portion. But uh, when I was coming up with the recipes, I also worked with a professional chef, and and my business partner and good friend also happens to be. Um, a super foodie. So, so he helped as well just because he wanted to be involved. He helped a lot actually. And so when we were looking at, okay, where do we want the calories and the protein and the carbs and the fat to be? Um, we need, we need to be in, in a, in a range. Cause if, if you're going too high, then it becomes a little bit impractical. Um, I would say the, the recipes become, they're not very quote unquote diet friendly. And again, when, when you look at the, the, the wide, uh, variety of, of types of foods in the book, you can see that, yes, you can eat pretty much anything, but you have to always remain cognizant of um, how these foods break down in terms of calories and macros. So take, take pasta, for example. Pasta is great if 
you can eat or want to eat a lot of calories every day. And you learn that when you start looking at pasta recipes and you really, if you really look at the calories of take, take your favorite pasta recipes and how much you eat of them when you make them, you might be surprised. Like for example, for me to really enjoy a pasta dinner, to feel fully satisfied, I would say I need to eat um, probably no less than a thousand calories of, of, of the food <laughs> to, to really feel satisfied. Um, so, so I myself, I actually save pasta for if I'm going to do that, if I know that I'm going to be eating that much because it's not satisfying for me to have a little small, small portion of pasta. However, some people don't mind that. Some people very much do enjoy more what would, for me, seem like a almost like a side uh, portion of pasta. Yeah. And again, the nice thing, though, is when you, when you understand your numbers, when you understand approximately how much energy you're burning, approximately how much you should be eating based on your goals, and you understand that a calorie is not a calorie when we're talking about losing fat and not muscle or gaining muscle and not fat, you understand how to take those calories and break them down into protein, carbohydrate, and fat, you now have your parameters that you can work with. And if you go, you know what, I really want some pasta this week, and I want to have a double portion of, you know, what is a serving in this book. Okay, good. So that's going to be my dinner. Now I'm going to look at my other meals, and I'm going to adjust accordingly. So normally, this is for example, normally, let's say you'd have a cup of rice with your lunch. Um, and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cut out the rice. I'm going to have the salad for lunch and eat some chicken. I'm going to cut out the rice and I'm also going to cut out, you know, a little bit here and there. So I, so I'm leaving myself enough room, so to speak for this larger dinner that I want to have. Um, and, and you can do that. Another option is if you want to have it all, then you have to make sure that you're, it comes down to, to, to moving more, right? So people that, yes. and we all know these people, people that get to eat the most food are the people that are most physically active, Right. And that's at least, at least like without being able. <laughs> so, you know, and there's also that so yes. you just go, yeah. is, it, is it feasible? Can it, can I, and, and some people get creative with that. I, and it's not, it's not just about sitting in the gym and, you know, droning away on a treadmill. Some people, they uh, sneak out, you know, on their lunch breaks and they go for like brisk 30 minute walks outside. Um, and they don't take the elevators. They always take the stairs. Then when they get home yeah. before dinner, they take another walk. And, you know, I've worked with people again, they're, they're smart about it and they go, okay, I can sneak in essentially an extra, let's say 400 calories of energy expenditure per day without really impact. Like I can, I, I don't have to, um, take away from anything really to do that. In fact, I can make good use of that because I can listen to an audiobook or a podcast, educate myself and get to eat more food. Um, and you can do that. It's just, it, once you, again, once you understand the fundamentals and you get away from the marketing pitches, the hype of this is the one diet, here it is. This is the one weird trick, the melting the belly fat, melting the, uh, the, the hip and thigh fat and, you know, um, getting, getting rid of the love handles and all that. Once you get away from that and you get more to the, the, I'd say it's a little bit more boring. It's a little bit unsexy, but it is the fundamentals <laughs> when you truly understand. Yes then you really get to start playing with it and making it work for you. You know, it's funny because when I got, when I got the book, I was like, Oh wow, that's pasta on that plate. Oh, that's so interesting because I'm so used to every book I'm getting lately is like no carbs, carbs are the devil. You know, I know <laughs> kill keto, you. One, one little thing of, <laughs> but I want yeah, to make so that. Very, and I almost never silly. eat uh, pasta. Although, you know what I love? I found this lentil pasta, I think it's by Modern Table, and it's really good because I, I like pasta that has a lot of uh, toothiness, texture, al dente, whatever you want to say. 
And it's nice, same, and it's got same. a lot of protein in it. I love that. I don't know if you've had lentil mm, pasta, but I think out. it's wonderful. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, let's talk about really good stuff. For example, your adobo sirloin I made. I Oh, I love that. Those flavors are fantastic. Good, right? And so easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy good. I do, I yeah, have I'm to a, admit, because people are listening and come on, Lisa. I'm a big fan of simple too, <laughs> but I, I was going to say, people are probably saying, wait a second, you tend to be more paleo. And the reason that I am is because when I eat grains, I feel tired. I don't feel well. That's just my body. Whereas my husband in my, and my paleo is very vegetable heavy, but my husband can eat, he eats a lot of grains. They're all whole grains for the most part, but he runs or cycles or does yoga. He does something every single day. Sometimes he does like two or three things in a day. I mean, he's really, so the, the amount of pasta he can eat is mind blowing. And I'm like, how are you so, you know, in such good shape? And you can, you know, you're, you're very lean. I don't understand. My mother-in-law, well, my mother-in-law has visited. She, I, I've made pasta and she'll see how much I eat. She's like, I don't understand. How are you eating? What would be for me? Seven <laughs> servings of pasta. And you still look the way and I, I explain her. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh. The other thing I made is a turkey taco lettuce wrap. So as you can tell, I, my, my favorite, any type is, is Mexican, any type of seasoning that has that with the chipotle. And this one has the, the cumin. Yeah. And yep. the sweet paprika, yep. and it's very good. And I like that. It's nice to have it in a lettuce wrap. Although sometimes I want to indulge and, you know, make tacos with a, you know, crunchy taco shell and not like beat myself up. I mean, that's the thing where we, we all get carried away. I mean, you have something in here where you just, what was it, calm down and move on or something? Like, yep. you, you know, you, you get, if you, yeah, right? it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you, if, and that's, that's another thing just that, that's nice with, um, I'd say it's more just obviously a, a a, a mental aspect of dieting, but it, it generally is kind of associated with, with flexible dieting as a philosophy is just know when you go into it that you're going to slip up from time to time. And it's not that having tacos is slipping up. That's not slipping up. Slipping up is, is simply eating too much <laughs> really. Right. Yeah. And, 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 but the thing is you don't have to be perfect to get the body you want. You just have to be good enough, enough of the time to get there. And ultimately, so, and just to put this in perspective, so let's say that, um, okay, so you so you overeat by a couple hundred calories in a day. Who cares? If you have everything set up, you actually are still going to lose a little bit of fat that day, just a little bit less than you would have otherwise. Big deal. But let's mm-hmm. say it really gets out of hand, right? And and and, and you end up eating a couple thousand calories more than, than you should have. And, and then many people really, really come down hard on themselves and see it as a, re- a reflection of on their character and, and then, you know, sometimes it can, it can turn into like a multiple day binge, right? But if you, in the beginning, if you look at it, um, okay, so, so you ate way too much. First, you should know that physiologically, you can only gain so much body fat in uh, a given period of time. Your body has to create this stuff. It doesn't, you know, it's not like every calorie over what you burn magically turns into body fat. No, this is a, this is a physiological yeah. process that also requires energy. Um, and so when you look at overfeeding, Studies, studies where people are intentionally fed uh, quite a bit more energy than they burn over long periods of time. The long story short is try your hardest in an entire day and maybe you can gain a quarter of a pound to a half a pound of fat. And I would say if you added alcohol on top of it, which accelerates fat gain, maybe, maybe, maybe you can reach one pound of fat gain. But I'm talking you'd have to eat probably no less than 7,000 calories in that day. There'd have to be a lot of dietary fat, and you probably have to include alcohol as well. Yeah, you can do that, but that's hard to do. What most people consider like a falling off the wagon is eating a couple thousand calories, you know, more than they should have, and you're maybe looking at a 
let's just say a, a tenth of a pound of fat gain, maybe two tenths of a pound of fat gain for the day. And, and then when you put that in perspective, if you just get right back on track, you'll have lost what you gained in the next few days. So, you yeah. know, if that, even if that happens once a month, all right, fine. So you're extending, you know, the, the time that's going to take to get you to your goal is going to, in the end, be extended by, let's just say, let's say uh, a month even. You have, to, you have to stick to it a month longer than you would have had to have if you didn't slip up a number of times. But hey, let's also say that the times that you slip up, you, had, you actually felt pretty good. You got some enjoyment out of those. So in, in yeah. you know, some people even recommend that. They'll recommend diet breaks, which I actually recommend not so much like that. I like them to be a little bit more controlled, but where you're intentionally every, it could be, it depends on how you're doing, but it could be every two months or every, even every month, depending on the person and how it's going. You just intentionally eat more for a week and you, again, you want it to be more controlled. Um, but so, you know, again, when you, when you kind of mm-hmm. look at the bigger picture, then you just go, so what I ate, I, oh, fine. I ate a little bit too much for dinner and I had a dessert that wasn't planned for big deal. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, I think that's, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, the, the last thing I made, and I'm so excited to make even more, is the cinnamon spice sweet potato pancakes. I'm like a sweet potato nut. Mm, those were good. really good. Oh my gosh, really good. You, and what you, I like you is that you have... lasagna. I think oh. you'll really... Oh, okay. Ooh, really? Okay. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's, like, it's, I think a, Mexican, it's a Mexican think... lasagna. It's really good. Oh my gosh. Oh my... Okay, yeah, see, I'm all, I'm all over that. And, you know, it's funny because like when I said, when I got the book and I see the shred of chef and by the way, that, uh, the, ti- the, the, um, the band over your, your body should be removed. But anyway, we were going back and forth on the cover design. It just, it looked weird. Yeah. Like, do we cover my face? Do we cover We were like, where do we put No, this? no, that would be worse. You're very handsome. No, I was just, I know I was trying to be silly, but, um, at any rate, uh, when I saw the pasta on the cover, like I said, it really surprised me. And I think it's good because, you know, a lot of it is also how much are you working out, right? And that's why people have got to go to Talk Fitness today uh, when the interviews will be up soon. I always tweet them and I tweet them to you and I tweet them to a lot of people because your philosophy and, and the way you put everything together is wonderful. So we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, any final words before I have you on again, <laughs> which I will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Why yeah, I, mean, today, again, I, I don't know. Say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, again, I would say that to anybody listening, really do yourself a favor. If you've been kind of stuck on that treadmill of bad diets, uh, and, and I would say that, that paleo falls under that as well, that paleo, there's nothing wrong with paleo. There's nothing wrong with it. Although I'm not a big fan of, of, um, how much saturated fat some people are eating, that's a different discussion. However, and I, the idea of eating a high protein diet that, you know, also is pretty much high in, high in vegetables, certain fruits and, and other legumes and things, I guess, are depends on who you listen to. Um, nothing wrong sure. with it, but really what you want to understand first are the fundamentals, energy balance. Just Google these things. If you just start here, just, or you can head over to my website, muscleforlife.com and search for energy balance, search for macronutrient. Um, and, and, and understand how those things work, energy balance, macronutrient balance, food choices, those, if you understand those fundamentals, it will really open your eyes as to what you can do with your diet and how enjoyable your diet really can be while also being productive in terms of getting you to where you want to be, uh, with, with your body composition and also healthy, um, where you're not sacrificing your long-term health for short, short-term gratification. 
Yeah, that is so important. Well, this was so much fun. I can't wait to make more of the recipes. Again, the Shredded Chef, 125 recipes for building muscle, getting lean, and staying healthy. Michael Matthews, give us all the ways we can find you. Give us your site one more time, and uh, I assume that has all your social media info there, or you can give us that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are links on the website, but it's Muscle for Life, spelled out Muscle, F-O-R-L-I-F-E, Dot com And yeah, you can find my social media links on the website as well as hundreds and hundreds of articles and, and podcasts that I've written and recorded and so a lot of free educational stuff. Oh, and by the way, when you mentioned lentils, I'm a lentil fanatic. As a matter of fact, I'm having lentil soup for with my lunch. And uh, so I don't go for the no lentil thing with the paleo. I'm, I'm like, I love my lentils. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening and to Talk should, Healthy you Today. You should be allowed to have the lentils. <laughs> Right? Yeah, they're good. They're good for you. I mean, I know I'm going to get lectin haters out there going, what are you talking about? But anyway, you know, it's uh, I say we need to, to do what makes our bodies feel right. And if we have certain goals and we need to to reach them in a way that is attainable and, and makes sense. So everyone check out Michael Matthews again. If you want to check me out, go to it's your health with Lisa Davis dot com. Follow me. Uh, on Twitter at Healthy Media Gal One and also at Talk Healthy the Number Two Day. Everyone have a great day and stay well. 